today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuum Man is with us here for Tech Talk. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well, Bill. You know, I'm enjoying this perfect weather. I mean, it's, it's, it's just uh, so pleasant. It makes, uh, makes the world such a happier place in this kind of temperature in, in, in life. Uh, I have to say that it's, it's great to be back with you, and I'm excited to go over all of these amazing things. we got to talk about tech. Well, I want to get into it. Yeah, the, first of all, the app that the government talked about the other day, because I, as I say, I've been away for two weeks uh, on the holidays, and we get back, and I, when I heard about this, I said, i got to ask Adam and get his read on this. Uh, it sounded, as, as was being described, uh, it's not a bad idea. I, you know, Anything we could do to learn about COVID and whether or not it's going to have an impact on us is a great idea. But it doesn't seem to have rolled out the way they wanted it to, Adam. Well, I guess what happened was this technology is fairly new, and there's a lot of pitfalls to the problem. So far, 1.3 million, uh, again, covert, uh, COVID alert is the name of the application. That's the federal app that is available on the Google and app and the Apple store. Uh, 1.3 million have been downloaded. And again, to simplify the details, it uses Bluetooth. It identifies, it securely locks your phone from uh, hiding any or giving any kind of confidential information, except I guess when they rolled this out, Apple and Google, of course, made it very quick to work with the current systems. How current? If you've got a phone that's five years or older, it won't work for two reasons. One is that the uh, Bluetooth capability, the signal that it's tracking and keeping a monitor of who you are without giving any kind of private information, doesn't work with any of the older systems. And that's a serious concern for a lot of reasons. One, there's hard to believe, Bill. Yes, many people don't upgrade their phones every year. I know that's hard I've to hear, that. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I I know this is a shock, but some people actually use their phones that are older than five years. Now, what would that be? An iPhone six. Um, you know, if you're using an Android, that is a Samsung, for argument's sake. So many Canadians aren't even able to utilize the 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 item. So. There's a bit of a, a challenge out there. And so a big plea has been pushed out to Apple and Google. And it's not just in Canada. It's across the U.S. as well uh, that there's a great model that could work, except it doesn't necessarily apply to all systems available out there. So uh, what's the answer? Do you just have to upgrade your phone then if you got one of these? Uh, you know, I mean, my, my cell phone's pretty old, too. It's a rotary dial, you know, but... but <laughs> But it, it costs you an arm and a leg to buy a new phone these days. Well, yeah, and we'll get to that topic coming up with Samsung's release yeah. of their newest products. But, yeah, I, I mean, the answer to the question is Apple and Google have very clearly stated that the systems they've created can only work with phones that are five years or newer um, or, or less than uh, no less than five years. And so it is going to require many people to upgrade their phones. Um, so just to be perfectly clear, if you've got a flip phone, unless it's a Samsung flip, you're probably not going to be able to use this app. You're also not going to be able to use it with a BlackBerry. Uh, and if you're sitting there going, well, I'm not upgrading, then you're right. You're not going to be able to communicate or integrate into this new, new COVID alert application. And it really would be advantageous, Bill, if 
all of Canadians were able to do this. One, I do support this. This is an Adam Oldfield endorsed announcement that says that the <laughs> COVID alert app, and I don't do that often, Bill. You know that, unless it's Samsung. Yeah. But I don't normally endorse <laughs> a system that a government releases. Um, and I am endorsing this because it does securely lock the information. It does make it uh, safe. And should or when you come into contact to COVID, it doesn't tell you who it was. It tells you when it was and what you need to do as the next steps. It's, it's actually, uh, and by the way, the reason why I trust it, Apple, Google uh, created the foundation of that, and they worked very closely to make sure that wasn't a problem, and they did not violate people's privacy because of that. Speaking of problems, what is going on with Google Maps? This one's classic, and I can speak to this personally. I, I, I love my tech. Google Maps tells me where to go, uh, you know, how fast I'm going, tells me speed limits. However, there's a big bug, and many people that might have been using it might be wondering what is happening. If you've got, you can change voices with Google Maps when it gives you directions. So you can use sure. a male UK voice, you can use a female Australian voice. Well, it's randomly picking another voice. And uh, Google Maps is aware of it, and they're trying to upgrade it. But if you're driving and you hear in one voice, female UK, uh, make a left at the next turn, uh, and it turns into a male <laughs> voice saying, turn right now. It's going to be a flaw. It's not your phone. It didn't get hacked. Google knows there's a problem, and it's randomly picking uh, a different voice, which can really startle you when you're driving thinking, wait a minute, what? What does that sound? So anyway, Google's working on it. Hopefully next week I'll have an update on Google Maps. Yeah, I know. That's all. Bad enough trying to find out exactly where you're going, and all of a sudden the voice changes. And that would be, I think, the, the first impression a lot of people would have is, hey, somebody's messing with my phone. Yeah, well, because of all of the situations we hear of hacking, which, again, we'll probably get to shortly, but uh, when our phones are susceptible to change without us touching it, it does tend to throw a little bit of concern into the wind, and I would totally appreciate it. I mean, I remember the days when I had a Garmin and it had the voices. I used to purposely just change it to the German female voice. just sounded like she was yelling at me at every turn. I actually quite enjoyed those moments, but for now, it's, this is an actual issue within Google Maps. All right, here's an example of, I guess, uh, real life imitating art. Uh, Dutch hackers are messing around with traffic lights. I saw this in a movie years ago, uh, and I guess yeah. they did too. Well, Die Hard 4 and the Italian job, you know, they make it look so easy that there is, uh, you know, one of these simple systems, they hacked the grid, and they were able to start managing all of the traffic lights. Well, in Europe right now, and by the way, I bring this up because Hamilton's uh, very actively turning traffic lights for bicycles into a regular thing. And, yep. you know, for rightful reasons that we're starting to use more bicycle traffic on our streets. Well, in Europe, it's much more robust when it comes to uh, riding bicycles and so there's an app that you can download and what it does is it gives the cyclists the ability to connect with traffic lights so as they're cycling it actually can control it uh, similar to where first responders have a capability of, of helping trigger traffic lights to give them uh, you know a, through a light signal um, so they can get the right away traffic lights in Europe are giving there is an app several of them that were giving bicyclists the ability that when the app was on it would connect with traffic lights and uh, encourage and speed up the uh, right of way. Well, Dutch hackers have been able to infiltrate it 
so much so, Bill, that they were able to create such havoc that traffic jams and other other issues were able to be compromised. So this may not be that great of an idea to give a bicyclist with an app access to change the traffic light signals. So Hamilton Council, if you're listening, don't jump on this too quickly. Okay, uh, and that's not even the hack of the week, uh, as as we found out. As bad as that is, the hack of the week uh, actually goes to our friends at Intel. Intel got hammered, and I'll tell you, this is a biggie, Bill. 20 gigabytes of internal documents and research development have been compromised. And how do we know this? Because it's freely being shared in little bits online, including information that the Republic of China has been able to use or address is all getting out on the dark web. So Intel, which, by the way, is a competitor to Qualcomm, it's probably a microchip sitting in most of our computers and in the older uh, uh, PC computers, has been having its information, proprietary details, being leaked online. 20 gigabytes of that kind of content, and we're talking confidential information, uh, details that pertain to how it works, what's involved, uh, how it's how it could be susceptible to being hacked. So uh, more than 80% of the microchips in computers are Intel chips, including cars. So why this is so relevant is that this hacker was able to take this information, release the code to the market in the dark web, and this could be a massive catastrophe about to happen, giving uh, hackers everywhere access to the Intel chip uh, mechanisms behind the scenes. Scary stuff. Is there anybody, by the way, I know you wanted to talk about Windows 7. Is anybody ever still using Windows 7? A lot of municipalities do, Bill. Uh, really? You know, with Windows, it's a licensed software. Yeah, a lot of urban uh, communities and rural areas are actually still using Windows 7, um, probably sitting in the corner, um, maybe hasn't been turned on too often, or it's the intern using it. However, Windows 7 is still out there. More than 15% of com- uh, computers are actively using the operating system. Um, why? Because obviously, A, your computer isn't able to upgrade to anything more. Uh, number two, and you don't want to up or change it. Uh, and number two is that uh, the uh, Windows 7, it, it costs to license the software. And when you're licensing it on a larger scale, it comes at a big cost. So this is serious because the FBI has officially, and that's pretty serious when the FBI says uh, it's called a, P, a PIN notification, private industry notification. Monday they said anyone using Windows 7 is going to be hacked not could be hacked, not likely to be hacked, will be hacked. So it's not an if or could, it is a positive. So the FBI have warned anyone out there using Windows 7, it's time to put that computer to rest. We've talked about uh, hacking and, and a, a great deal, and of course even personal accounts are being hacked. Now, I've told you before, I am very skittish about online shopping. I know lots and lots of people do it now, and they say, oh, it's really safe. Well, not really. As a matter of fact, there's even a, a price range, because the people will get in there, and once they get credit card information from you, uh, or any a number of other things like that, they're going to use that. And, and uh, what a lot of the hackers you're telling us now, Adam, do is they go in there, they get this information, and they sell that information to somebody else. It's a, it's a for-profit business now. It is such a massive 
system for uh, cyber crimes that they're not after you, Bill. They're not after the Bills and the Adams uh, and anyone listening that is paying attention right now. Cyber criminals are not coming after you directly. If they are and they're trying to hack your system, they're doing it out of a nuisance. This is a billion dollar business. And let me be clear how they do this. So a Gmail account will go for $155 on the black market. Twitter goes for about 50. Uh, Facebook account is 74. Now, when they're getting in there, and we joked about that before, why would they care about me? I'm Bill Kelly. You know, I basically talked to Adam about tech. What would I have that secret? They don't care about your secrets. Here's what they're doing. And this is a massive problem. They use your account and set up PayPal accounts using Gmail and Facebook accounts, Instagram, all of these electronic payment systems where they're moving money illegally. So Bill Kelly may have a hacked Gmail account that was available on the dark web. And now what they're doing is they're moving money. A lot of criminals are able to now transfer funds using hacked Gmail accounts um, that can easily be moved without being tracked. So to give you an example, your credit cards and debit cards, they sell for about $15 to $35 because everything is traceable. However, transferring funds through a PayPal with a hacked Gmail account, you can move thousands of dollars a day. And that's the big movement right now is it's a money laundering digital haven. And people are using that information and you wouldn't even know it's happening, but they're not doing it because they want your info. They're doing it because they can transfer a lot of illegal money that way. Earlier in the program, you're saying that you don't usually do endorsements, although you, you know you were talking about what's going on with the app, uh, and you don't endorse Samsung. But uh, anybody who's listened to the show over the last number of years knows that Adam really, 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 really likes Samsung, and they've got some new stuff out. Yes, I like how you segued that with a big exploratory outline. And you're right, Bill. I do. I, I mean, if Samsung's listening in South Korea, it's Adam Oldfield. Anyway, uh, Samsung is a big fan of mine, or I'm a big fan of Samsung, and they're a fan of me as uh, as we speak. However, this week's been a hit with a lot of fanfare as they announced the Note 20, which comes with a massive battery. And I'm a big Galaxy Note person. Uh, both Michelle and I, we love this stuff. Uh, making notes, Christmas lists, uh, grocery lists. They came up with new earbuds. They got a new watch. However, the thing that I, you know, I kind of like stepped back a little bit and went, <clears throat> you know, it kind of took my breath away, was that right now in Canada, the uh, Samsung Note 20 Ultra, which gives you two days, two days of solid battery life, uh, launching at $2,500. Canadian, and if uh, they haven't fully announced it, but they only teased it a little bit, was a Galaxy Fold 2 is out, and it will be fully announced in September. However, the starting price is starting, meaning they haven't said what the price is yet, Bill. $3,000 Canadian is what this going price is going to estimate to come out with it. So um, this is going to be a big shock. So if we were talking about upgrading our phones, it's going to require a lease or a loan to upgrade your phones. It's getting really, really, really high. So in a lot of phones are requiring that kind of a price range. Um, the one that I really wanted to touch on, and this has nothing to do with smart technology other than, or sorry, from phone's perspective, Samsung came out with, get ready, it's called the Samsung Airdresser, Bill. Uh -huh. And it is a steam closet 
that you hang your clothes on. Samsung has a technology that it steams it uh, very much like a dryer. But what it does is you put all your clothes inside the Samsung little air dresser and it allows the steam to remove all the dust mites, bacteria, food, sweat, you know, smoke, all the wrinkles. Wait for it. Hold on. It is fully compatible with Samsung operation, uh, applications. It comes with Bixby in it. So you can not only charge your phone, you can now control that steaming system with a voice artificial intelligence control. So, uh, hi Bixby, steam my clothes, and you don't even need to touch a button. How crazy is that, Bill? And it's, it's not that expensive, really, is it? It's $450. Yeah, now yeah, they drop the price by... You know, if you just spent three thousand dollars on the phone, this is a real bargain. <laughs> <laughs> it speaks to the fact that Samsung appliances and furniture are definitely uh, not as advanced as the folding phone. You're right; it is a steal when you compare it to that. Uh, you're jumping up and, and, and bopping out here from time to time, which is probably Samsung trying to get a hold of you. And thank you for all the plugs you've given them today. Uh, we got to wrap it up anyway. We're just about out of time. Uh, Adam, thanks so much for this. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. We'll see you next week. You betcha. Adam Oldfield, of course, and Tech Talk, brought to you by Vacuum Man. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.